Hello again. Welcome to Series 2 of Satisfied. The Series 2 podcasts relate to the Live Out His Love and Satisfied by His Love Bible studies. I'm Melanie Newton, just an ordinary woman who loves the Lord and His Word. I'm so glad you've joined me for this series of podcasts. Together, we will experience how Jesus satisfies our hearts with many good things that come from the goodness of His love. Today, we will look at how Jesus satisfies your heart with purpose. Our New Testament examples are Priscilla and Phoebe. Lesson 11 of Live Out His Love covers their lives. Purpose. We all like to feel we have a purpose. But where do you get your purpose? Who gives it to you? You have two choices, basically. You get it from the culture or you get it from Jesus Christ. For believers, when we stay focused on the purpose Jesus gives us, our hearts will be satisfied to live that out. Let's explore how to find that purpose. We'll start with the truth that Jesus calls us to a new life with Him. Christianity is Christ. It is about Jesus Christ and our relationship with Him. We enter into that relationship by faith in Him as the Son of God, who lived a perfect life in a human body, died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins, and rose again from the dead with a new resurrection body so He could give us new life as well. That's the gospel. Jesus calls us to new life. Then Jesus clothes us with Himself. The moment we accept this call to new life, Galatians chapter 3, verse 27, says that we get clothed with Christ. This means that when God looks on us, He sees His own Son. We become totally loved and accepted in God's sight. And we are the walking, talking, visible representatives of an invisible God. Jesus clothes us with Himself. And Jesus commissions us with a purpose. It's actually a twofold purpose. The first is to follow Jesus as His disciple and second, to live for Him as a disciple-maker. The first part of our purpose, following Jesus as His disciple. A disciple is an active learner. To follow Jesus means to make the choice to learn from Jesus through what is taught in the Bible and to apply those teachings to your life. We do that through depending upon Him to help us be obedient to Him. The result is Jesus living His life through you, influencing those around you so they can experience His love as well. The second part of our purpose is living as disciple-makers. Jesus told His disciples to go and make disciples, as He did. His disciples took in what they learned from Him and shared it with others, taking others through the process. Then the new Christians could in turn share about Christ with someone else and disciple them. That is how to live for Him as a disciple maker, making disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And Jesus empowers us to fulfill that purpose. His Spirit lives in us, giving us the power to do what Jesus commissions us to do. You and I can be disciple makers, not because we are so great or smart or have been a Christian a long time or know the Bible well. 
The Spirit makes us able. We are simply to obey Jesus and trust His Spirit to work through us. And being scared is a good thing because we will rely on Him more. Jesus Christ calls you to a new life, clothes you with Himself, commissions you with a purpose, and empowers you to fulfill that purpose. Jesus' followers become disciple-makers. But getting distracted from our purpose can cause restlessness. You have a purpose given by Jesus to you, but it's easy to get sidetracked from it. Maybe you have feelings of inadequacy or a fear of rejection. Maybe it's a matter of comfort. It's a whole lot more comfortable hanging out in community with growing Christians than it is to be around those who don't know Christ. Sometimes we get stuck in the first part of our purpose, following Jesus as his disciple. We go to Bible study after Bible study, growing in Bible knowledge. I realized several years ago that I had been focusing almost entirely on helping women get more Bible knowledge. I had lost connection with those who didn't know Jesus. I didn't even know how to talk to them. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Bible study. I've been involved in some fabulous Bible studies over the years, even writing them and lecturing from my detailed study. Women need to know and understand God's Word so they can know their God better and His way of approaching life. But over time, as their knowledge accumulates, the next thing you know, women are being snippy about the study questions or whose group they are in or the table decorations. I've seen it happen among godly women in very successful Bible studies, women who love Jesus very much. I think it's restlessness. I believe Christian women can get stuck in discipleship, the learning that helps them grow as Jesus followers. But that restlessness is a clue that you have been distracted away from your whole purpose. We are to be following Jesus as his disciple while living for him as disciple makers at the same time with just as much intentionality. That's been my focus for the past 10 years. And that is our goal for you with this Live Out His Love Bible study. We've tried to give you tools to help you fulfill your purpose as a disciple maker for Jesus. When it comes to making disciples, you have three powerful tools to help you fulfill your purpose. First of all, the Holy Spirit at work in you and in the world. Secondly, the gospel message. And third, your own faith story. Through the Live Out His Love Bible study, we've given you opportunity to practice sharing the gospel message and your own faith story. We've encouraged you to ask the Spirit to give you opportunity to share Christ and your story with women who need to meet Jesus. Once someone trusts in Christ, though, they need to be discipled. That's what Priscilla did along with her husband. Discipling new believers is essential to your purpose. Through the years, I've been in some good Bible teaching churches. 
Some have had occasional classes for new believers to get the basics of the faith, but rarely have I been offered tools and encouragement to personally disciple a new believer or someone who has never been discipled. It seems to be assumed that if someone comes to church or Bible study, they'll get what they need to know by just participating. But do they? When a child begins piano lessons, the teacher explains what the lines and notes on the page of music represent, what sharps and flats are, and which notes are meant for the right and left hands. Basic music theory. Yet for new believers in Christ, we don't make sure they get the basics in an organized fashion from someone who personally cares about them and who is modeling for them how to share their faith and disciple someone else. We have women all around us who were not raised in a church setting, or they attended a church that even discouraged personal Bible study. They are new to the Bible. They have no clue how to read it to feed themselves. When they trust in Christ, they are like the newborn babies in our own families, hungry for the milk of God's Word, starving for it. Picture bringing a newborn baby home and sitting her at the table saying, watch the rest of us eat. You will learn how to feed yourself and not be hungry anymore. Do we do that? No, we feed them with nourishing milk and bathe them with parental love for months so they will be healthy physically and relationally. Parents do the feeding, milk first and then introducing solid foods. After that, we start giving them finger foods they can handle. By the middle of their second year, they are usually feeding themselves from the table, using a mouthful of teeth to do so. Yet we expect our new Christians, because they are in grown bodies, to feed themselves from God's Word just by being at the table, in a regular small group or worship service. Yet this lack of care and feeding of new Christians leads to discouragement and insecurity and a feeling of, I'm not smart enough to understand the Bible. Soon they give up. I've seen this happen. Since then, I've learned to come alongside someone new to the Bible and help her get a good start by doing simple studies together. Getting to know Jesus is the priority for new Christians. What they need first and foremost is to get to know Him well and be secure in their relationship with Him. Reading through the Gospels is a great way to do that. Establishing that relationship with Jesus is top priority. Newborn babies don't need to know all the family history before we establish our love relationship with them. Neither do baby Christians need to know Israel's history. They need to know Jesus first. All Christians, whether new or old, need to know some basics like who Jesus Christ is, what He did for them on the cross, what His resurrection means, and their new identity in Christ. They need to know how to live in freedom from the flesh because they can live by the Spirit's power. They need to learn to depend on the Lord and how that dependence leads to obedience to Him. Not every Christian woman will become a director, coordinator, or small group leader, but every Christian woman from 15 to 95 can become a disciple maker, sharing Christ 
and discipling new believers. So if you feel stuck in discipleship, as I described earlier, maybe the Lord is making you restless so you will be drawn to become a disciple maker too. What you need are the tools and encouragement to do so. That's what we've been trying to do in this Live Out His Love Bible study. Dear listener, Jesus satisfies your heart with purpose. He calls you to a new life. He clothes you with Himself. He commissions you with a purpose to follow Him as a disciple and to live for Him as a disciple maker. Thankfully, Jesus does not leave you alone to work really hard to do what He's asked you to do. No, He empowers you to fulfill your purpose. The power comes from God's Spirit who lives inside you from the moment you trust in Christ for salvation. Your response is to live dependently on His power in your life by faith. You are simply to obey Him and trust His Spirit in you to work through you. And being a little scared is a good thing because you will rely on Him more. Feel free to say, Lord Jesus, I can't do this on my own. I will trust you to do this in me and through me. Then watch what He does. Our God created us with a spiritual thirst for a relationship with Him. A relationship with another human cannot satisfy that thirst. Only God can satisfy the thirsty heart. Jesus satisfies your thirst for purpose and helps you live it out daily. As the Bible promises, He satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. A satisfied heart recognizes her purpose and intentionally lives it out while depending on Jesus Christ to do so. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with the goodness of His love, then live out that love. I'm Melanie Newton, and you've been listening to Satisfied Series 2. I hope you will join me for another series and continue to be satisfied by His love.